host of the Life After Life podcast. I want to invite you to become a patron of the podcast. For just five euro per month, you will get ad-free content, video episodes, exclusive events and discounts throughout the year as a thank you for your support. Check out the link to my Patreon page in the description box attached or go to Patreon and search for Life After Life with Sandy Burns. Hello, everybody. So I call it a demonstration of mediumship, okay? Uh, Teresa Caputo, I was at her show in London a couple of weeks ago. She calls it the live experience, okay? On this side of the Atlantic, we would call it a demonstration of mediumship. So it's not intended to give everybody that's present a reading. What it is intended to do is to demonstrate to you what kind of information, you know, how the whole process works, and what kind of information you can expect to get from a reading. Okay, so it's a demonstration. So there's a few people that will get a reading tonight, but not everybody will. But it's supposed to be, um, you know, an experience, a spiritual experience, if you want, to open ourselves up to whatever they want to show us tonight, whatever anybody wants to tell us, and take it from there. Okay, so... Um, just very quickly, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the experience, just if for anybody maybe who's never had a reading before, never seen a medium work life before, okay? Mediumship is exactly what it says on the tin. It's mediumship, okay? Your medium is the medium or the middle person between the spirit world and the earth world. So think of a medium as a translator, okay? I'm communicating what I'm get from what I'm getting from people in spirit. It would be the same as if somebody walked in here and started speaking Latin or German or Italian. I don't speak all those languages. But if I did and I was having to translate that for you, it's the very same thing. OK, mediumship or spirit communication. It's just like another language. It's just like a different way of communicating. So we as humans here on Earth, OK, we communicate in lots of different ways to each other, okay? We have voice and language, we have eye contact, we have facial expression, hand gestures, body language. You know, we have a lot of different ways that we can communicate with each other. And it's the same with spirit. They have several different ways that they can make themselves known to us, okay? And, um, you know, so we can see them, we can hear them. They can give us different smells, different tastes, different sounds. You know, there's lots of different ways that they can make themselves known to us. And when you see mediums advertising themselves and they say something like they're clairvoyant or clairsentient or clairaudient or whatever, that's the medium telling you how they communicate with spirit. Okay. Um, it's like if a translator was advertising their service and they says. I'm a translator and I can translate anything from Greek to English, okay? That's what those words are telling you. Now, no medium would expect you to know all of these words, okay? But it does give you something that you can Google and they do actually mean something. 
So for example, clairvoyant is a term that we hear a lot, okay? And it does mean something. So clear means clear and voyance means seeing. So a clairvoyant is someone who sees clearly. So this is someone who sees the energy of spirit, okay? Clairaudience, clear means clear and audience means hearing. So someone who's clairaudient hears spirit, okay? So they're just all the different ways that you can get um, messages from spirit. So for me, I'm clairvoyant and clairsentient. So what that means is that I see and I feel the energy of spirit, okay? Now that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to see somebody around me tonight, but I will see energy around you. Um, so the other thing that I wanted to say to people who've never experienced this before is that you have to be realist realistic about who your loved ones in spirit are, okay? And um, why I say that is because if you have a loved one in spirit who wouldn't have come on to, you know, a video call like this in front of however many people we have here at the moment. Okay. If you have um, someone in spirit that wouldn't have, you know, made themselves known in front of all these people, then um, they're not going to do it tonight. Okay, just because they um, are in spirit doesn't mean that they become more outgoing, okay? So if they were unlikely, you know, to get on stage or to come on on this kind of, um, should we call this a media? <laughs> okay, use this technology or whatever, then um, they're not going to start doing it just because they um, have moved to spirit, okay? And, you know, a lot of you know me, some of you don't, but, you know, I like to keep it very informal. I like to keep it like a chat. If you saw the clip that I shared today, the person who got that reading is actually on, on with us tonight. And, um, you know, it's not always about, oh, you know what, so-and-so is going to die or you're going to move house or, you know, do you remember that I pushed you on your swing at your sixth birthday party? Okay. Yes, they're all very valid. And, you know, reasonable messages to get from your loved ones. But I do like to keep it real. And what I'm always asking spirit to do is to give us some kind of validation so that you know that they're around you all the time and not just because you're here tonight. OK, they're not with you only when you're visiting their grave or only when you're with a medium, you know, or whatever. They come and visit you a lot of the time. So if you saw the clip that I shared on Facebook today, um, you know, this lady's husband, he came through from spirit and he said, your kettle's broken, just go and buy yourself a new one. OK. And she said to me, OK, my kettle, it stopped working. And then he said to her, you know, don't lean, lean on the door of the fridge. OK. And I don't know, was it that day or the day before she was taking something out of the fridge? And as she stood back up, she leaned on the door of the fridge and pulled the whole fridge over. OK. So it's not a life changing message, but it was just a validation for her that she knew that her husband was around her, you know, with those every little day things that were happening. OK, so it's not always about the big message. It's about the small messages. And especially in an environment like this, they're not always going to come out with the very personal stuff. OK, 
Um, so, you know, don't expect them to talk about maybe the intricacies of your relationship or maybe some health issue that you've had go- you have going on for you or whatever, because those are very personal things and they're not going to embarrass you in front of a lot of people. OK, so when you're connected with spirit, it's like a chat, you know, it's just like them acknowledging, you know what, God, you know, I saw you there last Sunday. You were, you know, wheat in the garden or I was with you when you were in the supermarket and you dropped the three litre bottle of milk and it spilled everywhere. OK, so they're just telling you, I saw you. I was with you at that moment. I haven't fallen into a, a dark hole somewhere in the universe and disappeared. I still live on. That is the point of mediumship. Those of you, if you enjoy yourself tonight, we do a live session like this every single month for the Patreon members. We're taking a break for July and August because people are on holidays or spending time with family, but we will be back in September and on the last Sunday of every month, we do this live. Okay, I want to talk about a father figure. Okay, I have a father figure that's here with me um, at the moment. And um, I know that when he passed that he was quite ill. Okay. And I feel a lot of pain and discomfort in my lower back, you know, kind of around my kidneys. I hope that your kidneys are in your lower back. I think they are. So there may have been some kind of issue maybe with kidneys or whatever else is going on in your lower back. I keep saying I must read um, a a book on anatomy. Okay. And um, I don't feel like this man is in spirit a long, long time. I want to say that I feel that he may be only in spirit, you know, in the last three to five years. Okay, so I'm feeling that this timeline is very relevant. And why I say three to five years is because spirit don't always acknowledge exactly when they died. Sometimes they just acknowledge when life changed for them. So maybe this person was diagnosed with something five years ago, but only passed away three years ago. Okay, so the timeline of three to five years must be very relevant. It also must be a father figure. Okay. Um, DJ, did you mean to raise your hand? Does this make sense to you? Okay. I just want to get another one or two pieces of information because I want to make sure I'm with the right person. Okay. So bear with me. Um, I think that if this was your dad as well, that there would have been some kind of pressure on the lungs. Okay. Now this could mean maybe he was asthmatic. Maybe he was a smoker, that there was something to do with the lungs. Okay. So I'm getting emotional. Okay. I think this must be for you. Um, because the minute I said your name, I started to get emotional. Okay. I'm going to ask you to unmute yourself. Okay. How do you pronounce your name, Pet? Dijle. Dijle. Okay. And where are you from? I'm from Turkey, but I live in London. Okay. So does everything that I said make sense to you? A father figure that lasts three to five years, the kidneys, something with the lungs as well. And I also wanted to reach out and I wanted to reach out with my left hand and touch your face. Okay. So this may have been something that your dad did, maybe, you know, in his final days or something, but it's very important that it's with the left hand and not with the right hand. Okay. So that might make sense to you from where you were, you were, you were sitting with him um, before he left. Um, So he he had lung cancer. Should I explain it? He had lung cancer and he stayed at intensive care on for two months. So we couldn't say goodbye to him. So it's really very important to me at this point. And it has been four years that he has passed away. Four years. Okay. Yeah. And so the, the five the end, years maybe when he was diagnosed. Yeah. All in the end, all of the organs they they just collapsed so he he passed away in that way god bless him now 
I, I know this might not make sense to you, but I was feeling it really down in my lower back. Okay. So whether yeah. that was the kidneys, whether it was just the back, but there was definitely something there. Yeah. Okay. And I consistently want to smile, even though I feel emotional, I really want to smile at you. So this would have been his demeanor, you know, that he was always smiling. But I want to say, I, I, I'm looking down at my arm when I'm talking to you and it just seems discolored. Okay. You know, like my skin is, is slightly ashen looking or something, but I'm, I mean, I'm not talking about after he passed. I'm talking about even before he passed. Now, I know that you're telling me that the, the organs were failing. So yeah. maybe if there was something in the liver, it, it maybe caused some kind of discoloration. But I get the impression that he was kind of looking at it thinking, you know, I'm slowly dying. And this was kind of the way that yeah. he was thinking in his own mind. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you have two sisters? Because I keep wanting to talk about two women around you. Um, so we are five sisters sisters yeah wow now I'm not discarding two of the girls but I wanted to talk about two and it's like they're consistently around you so there must be like a, a specific closeness there with yeah. two but he talks about and he literally shows me in my head your head exploding okay yeah. so you know sometimes when somebody's on your case all the time and they wreck your head okay if I'm saying something and it doesn't make sense to you because maybe um you um you know it, maybe something's not coming across in English because I know it's not your first language. Please just tell me to, to, to stop talking. It tells me that you feel a little bit lost. There's something about gardening. Did your dad grow his own vegetables? Um, my my dad um, has has his own um, dictionary of plants. He he oh. created a dictionary of plants in Kurdish wow. so we are Kurdish and yeah he he, he it, it is a work of 15 or 20 years he he just walked around all of the places a very large uh, area all almost all of the country to collect the names from the native people so it I is his work of his life yeah I am so impressed okay I have no um reference point so when daddy's coming through he's giving me different reference points I have no reference point for somebody writing a book and especially writing a dictionary but what he was showing me was like vegetables okay so this yeah. obviously you know makes sense with regards to what daddy did when he was alive yeah. um is it your mother okay because he wants to talk about a woman who's here who has been worried about her health yeah okay yeah and okay I'm sorry if I'm laughing saying it okay he does have a sense of humor um he's not belittling what your mom is feeling but he does say that she's going to worry herself into her grave <laughs> okay yeah. so now look that's not daddy um putting to the side mom's concerns I'm sure she has very valid concerns yeah but don't worry about it. go and get it checked out rather than sitting yeah. at home and worrying about it okay and she's also like the person that people have to come to he says she's like the queen yeah. of England you know <laughs> everyone has to come to her she doesn't visit anybody okay so he says you're not going to change her now yeah th that's very true <laughs> bless her yeah do you have a little boy of your own um I have a daughter you have a daughter okay but I want to talk about a grandson for your dad okay yes, he and has a grandson yeah yeah I want to talk about little boy but I wanted to talk about him being very serious okay like he's saying you know this child isn't being a child it's like he's an old man in a little boy's yeah. body okay yeah. and he says you know encourage him 
to enjoy life more he gets okay. very bogged down does this make sense to you now we don't need you to obviously tell us anything about your nephew but um he just seems to be concerned about this little boy that he worries too much so he's a natural mm-hmm. stressor okay yeah he's telling me to give you a hug obviously i can't because you're not in front of me okay but he says to me would you please give her a hug because she's giving herself a very hard time okay he said I think you made the right decision. He said, so stop giving yourself a hard time. He said, I'm so proud of you. And I agree with every decision that you've made. And he said, and now I get to travel, right? Now I get to come with you. I feel like your accommodation is changing. I don't know, are you looking to move or something like this? I feel like you're about to make a change with your accommodation. I, I have moved here. The, the oh, decision is... I made was moving here. So I've moved here very recently to England. Okay. Congratulations. So maybe this is something he's talking okay. about. Okay, that's fine. So I thought there were two separate things, but this is obviously he wanted the two, two, two messages to come together to make one message. Um, but I want to talk for some reason about the back entrance to where you're living. Like it's not ideal, like it needs some work. Does that make sense to you? And he, he's, he's saying, make sure you're safe. Hmm. Okay. So I don't know. Is there some steps up to your back door? I'm living in a building. Like an apartment block or something. Yeah. Okay, will you check? He's just giving me the feeling that there's something unsafe about the back entrance, not the front entrance, but the back entrance. Okay, and he says that this needs to be sorted out. Okay, and there's something about the way you come into the building from the back, and it's like there's maybe some rubbish or some something dumped out there. And he says, yeah. you know, this needs to be tidied up. This needs to be made safe for everybody. He said, please mm. make sure you're safe. And, you know, when daddy talks, he, he consistently puts his hand on his heart like this. OK, so it's yeah. coming straight from his heart. He's just worrying about you. OK. Yeah, there is a dumping area at the behind of the building. Okay. Yeah. So and obviously, interest, you know, yeah. that could be dangerous. And, you know, between people tripping over stuff and rats and everything else, you know, it needs to be taken care of. But he, he wants me to say to you to be patient with yourself. Okay, Mm -hmm. and he says, if you can give yourself, you know, four months, he said, I'm promising you, baby, that you will feel so different. Okay, and I'm going to do everything in my power to make this happen for you. Okay, and he's blowing your kisses. Just before I let him go, he just wanted me to say to you as well that he's sorry. Because he told you that he wasn't going anywhere or he told you it would be a while before he left. And then everything happened really quickly. And he said, I wasn't expecting it myself. Okay, so he said, I wasn't trying to just tell you what you wanted to hear. I really wasn't expecting this to happen as quickly as it did. Yeah, I know. I I love you. (laughs) And he's blowing you kisses. Yeah. I mean, this this has been really, I mean, great. The the thing that I would need the most was this thing. Thank you very much. Because as I said, I I couldn't say goodbye to him. This was very unexpected, as he said. I mean, this means a lot. Thank you. 
Oh no, and thank you for, for joining in and supporting me. I really do appreciate it. Somebody here, I feel, has lost a little boy. Okay. There's a young man coming through here and he tells me that he was lost to his mum. Is there somebody here who lost? Um, now, it may not necessarily be your own little boy, but a family member to suicide. A young man who took his own life. OK, and not that long ago, Cora and Casey. OK. So let me get some more information from him. Um, now, when he came through initially, he wanted to talk about his mother. OK, now you may not be his mother here. But the fact that he's mentioning this, I know that there was a closeness with him and his mom and also that he's feeling extremely guilty uh, because of how he left this world. OK, now he's not in spirit that long. I want to say the last three to four years. It doesn't feel like it's an exceptionally long time to me. And I feel like he would have been maybe just late 20s or into early 30s. He wasn't an old man. He was he was very young. OK. Sometimes with these things, I hate guys and I hope that this isn't triggering to anybody um, that I just say that I feel with this guy that I can't get a breath in. OK, so I feel like I'm choking. So this, I feel, is very relevant to how he passed. OK. And I do want to talk and I'm laughing because he's talking about his haircut and he's talking about, I don't know, it just seems like it was very short and that maybe his mother didn't like it. OK, but he's talking about how cool his hair was. Um, but I do feel like that something about the way it was cut at the back. OK. Um, and I feel like this is, is how it was, you know, or was before he passed. OK. I'm going to say that I want to have a cigarette. I don't smoke, but I feel like I could smoke a cigarette. My hands are shaking. You only feel like you need something. OK, um, I feel like I'm nervous here. Now, I know I've got two people and I'm just letting this young man talk. And I'm hoping that at some point something will will trigger and you'll say it's definitely me or it's not. It's definitely not me or, or whatever. OK, so with this young man, it's like he says to me, you know, when I left home, like just, you know, before he passed, not that he moved out or anything, but when he left home, that he had every intention of returning, but that he never did. OK, um, so this is something that wasn't premeditated. This was like. What do you call it? Like a spur of the moment, I guess, decision. OK, I also want to talk about a sister that he has that's still here. OK, a sister that's living that he feels like he's let her down because he used to tell her everything, but he didn't talk to her about this, okay? At first I thought he was telling me that he has a tattoo, but has somebody had a tattoo in his memory? Sorry, he's making me emotional when he's talking about this and I don't know why, but he's talking about shoes, okay? Shoes that he bought but never got to wear and they're still in the box, okay? Does this make sense to either of you? Now, I know that young men are very into their dress and their clothes and looking well and everything. But for some reason, I feel that maybe these arrived in the post or that they were found in his belongings and that it really upset his mother particularly because, you know, the fact that he was planning life and yet all of a sudden ended it. OK, 
So, yes, we can talk about the shoes, but it's more the fact that he's trying to acknowledge that, you know, this wasn't planned. This this wasn't something he sat at home thinking about. It's just that it just it just happened. Anyway, I'm going to say this is that the most important thing that this young man wanted to come through with tonight was um, to let his mother know that he is okay and to get her to stop blaming herself okay and also for his sister that he couldn't talk to you about this because he didn't know himself it's like it just came into his mind and he decided to go so this wasn't something that he had time to discuss with anybody this was very much a spur of the moment decision okay and, you know, like sometimes we just think, well, you know, I need to get out of the situation that I'm in. Unfortunately, he chose this way and, um, you know, and he left his family behind. OK. OK. So everything that we said makes sense. The tattoo, the haircut, um, the sister that he would normally have spoken to, the age, all of that made sense to you. Yeah. Well, now the tattoo isn't on my chest. It's on my arm, but it's it's on your I got, I got it redone recently. OK. And with you, Cora, it doesn't make sense that this guy was very much spur of the moment. Yeah, he went to work yeah. and he he had booked holidays for the following week, but he never came home from work. He never came home from work. And that's what he said when he left the house, that he had every intention of coming back. Yeah, he did. But yeah. he did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I want keep wanting to laugh about the haircut. I feel I keep wanting to scratch the back of my head. Okay, does that make sense to you? Had he cut his hair really short or something just before? He yeah, passed? he had shaved it. He had shaved it completely. He shaved it completely. Okay. Yeah. So I keep wanting to scratch the back of my head like that. Okay. And as you can see, I have lots of hair. <laughs> okay. You don't know if there's someone called Derek at work because what I'm feeling is that there's someone called Derek who is carrying some guilt with regards to his passing. Okay, now maybe I have the name wrong, but I wanted to talk about someone who maybe, you know, should have seen this or should have picked up on it or should have been able to stop it happening. Yeah, his boss, I can't remember his boss's name, but his boss was there and had left and he got a call about an hour later to say that he was found dead. Okay, but... The, this man's point is that nobody should be feeling guilty because he did this. Yeah. And he said it didn't matter if it was it then or, you know, was it the next day or the following week because he made his mind up and he was going to yeah. do it. OK, yeah. but he just got the opportunity then straight away and he just took it. Yeah. And he says, you know, it's not necessarily that I was unhappy in life. OK, it just wasn't the life that I wanted. And. Okay, I don't want to get too personal and just yeses or noes from you. Please don't feel you have to explain anything. It's like yeah. he's saying to me that um, there was a lot of pressure between in a relationship between he and so, him and somebody else. And he says, um, you know, it wasn't even their fault. Okay, because they were making themselves happy. They were doing what they felt was right for them. I had yeah. to do what I felt was right for me. Mm -hmm. I keep seeing a little dog. Okay, now. I'm always saying to people, I'm very bad at dog breeds. This looks to me like it's brown and black. Okay. Did he leave a dog behind? No. Okay. Because I feel like somebody has a dog here now. And I feel like this dog senses him around. Okay. Like there's a dog here that when his energy, his spirit is around, that the dog 
knows he's there and goes mad. Okay, but I don't feel like it's a dog that's within the spirit. I feel like it's a dog that somebody has here now. My okay. parents, after he left, black and brown dog. Okay, and the, yeah. the, the dog was just going mad at random times. Yeah. He's talking about, okay, this is going to sound random. He's talking about a chair that's in Mam's house that needs to be fixed. And he's feeling guilty because he's not there to fix it for her. Okay. So I think he definitely would have been somebody that maybe she would have called on, you know, to fix stuff or to, to look after stuff for her. Do you know if there's a chair in Mam's kitchen where the leg is wobbly or loose? Yeah. My Mam sits in the kitchen all the time. There's oh, okay. two chairs. And he talks about, you know, um, it needing to be fixed. And this small thing is making him feel guilty because he's saying, I'm not there for ma'am. Okay. Yeah. And he he shows me a picture of himself with your mum. And it looks to me like your mother's wearing like a blue top or a blue cardigan or something. And, you know, when she's just kind of holding him like this, like she's pulling him to her for the picture. Yeah. And he said, that's just typical of our relationship. I loved her to bits, but I didn't always show it. Whereas she was always pulling me in for a cuddle. Okay. Yeah. And he said, this to me, this picture is just me. And, you know, it just kind of shows our relationship, the relationship that we had. Does yeah. that make sense to you? That picture that I'm describing to you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's some joke about pulling the socks over the bottom of the trousers. Yeah. <laughs> He just shows me his socks pulled over the bottom of his trousers. And as he shows me this, he just laughs. So I know that there's some joke um, about this. <laughs> he says, I know it doesn't seem like it, but I really am better off. Okay, I really am. I feel settled and I feel complete. And that was something that I hadn't felt in the longest time. This is something that I haven't seen for years, but I don't know. Am I, I reading this wrong? He keeps showing me like a little box, okay, that he would have carried with him. And to me, it looks like the only reference I have for this is, you know, back like I can remember when I was like a little girl, um, my granddad had a little case that he used to carry cigarettes in, you know, and this is kind of what it looks like to me, but something that he used to carry around with him. Does this make any sense to you? No. Because he's talking about a box and he says it's left on a shelf. It didn't get thrown away. It's left on a shelf. And I just feel like it's got some kind of sentimental value. OK, I, I, I take it. It's, I, I know I can see by your face. It's not making sense to you, but yeah. I want to give this to you. OK, because um, it may make sense to you when you think about it or when you mention it to another family member. Yeah, because um. He says it would have been in his pocket, but he took it out and he put it up on a shelf. OK, so yeah. he didn't have it within that day. You get the feeling that there's a watch in this box. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I just feel like this was a cherished thing for him. Mm -hmm. And he says, um, look after it. It's important. He says, I'll always miss you, too. He said, I will. Leaving you all was the hardest thing. Leaving this earth didn't cost him a thought. Okay. He really is settled, but he's very worried. I'm sure about your dad as well, but I think your mother must be going through a hard time at the moment because he's talking about, came through immediately, talk about my mom, talk about my mom. You know, I feel terrible. I did this to her, you know, and he, he just wants her to know that he is okay. 
Yeah, she's okay. waiting for a replacement at the moment. Oh, God, love her. So she's but very unwell. So she's always on the chair in the kitchen. Okay, okay. And it's a bit wobbly, so I hope she doesn't yeah. fall. Yeah. And he's feeling guilty. Okay, so I know yeah. there's no point in feeling guilty now. But um, I think all any mother would want for her child is to be happy with yeah. the decisions they made. And, you know, I don't know if she believes in this, but even maybe I hope knowing that would bring her some kind of peace. And I hope yeah. she gets her hip replacement very soon. OK, thank you so much for um, taking the message. I'm sorry it took me a few minutes to get there, but we did have some similarities with the other lady. But yeah. um, when we got talking about a couple of things, then it seemed to even out. Thank yeah. you so much. And I'm sorry thank about the, the technical issue. It took us a few minutes to get there. Thanks, thank thanks a million, Pet. Take care. Bye, bye, bye. So even if people aren't getting a message, I hope that they're you know enjoying seeing others get the message, seeing what can come through and what is possible. Okay. So I have a lady coming through. She feels very motherly to me, you know, even in the way that she's talking to me, it's like she puts her arm around me and goes, okay, we can do this. You know, <laughs> she's telling me, you know, you're, you're not too tired yet. Um, and I feel with this lady, I feel like she was only maybe in her mid sixties. Okay. She wasn't an old lady. She definitely doesn't feel old anyway. And um, I feel like, like her health declined very, very quickly. It feels to me like she wasn't expecting to die. And I want to say my like my lungs feel like they're full. So whether they're full of fluid or um, blood or something like that, there's something in the chest. OK, I feel like there's a lot of fluid on my chest and it makes it really difficult for me to breathe. I have to really struggle to get a breath in. OK, as I bring this lady closer to me. OK, now. I would say that I feel like I need to go back maybe six or seven years with this lady. OK, so we're going back a little bit um, with this lady. And as I say, she feels very motherly towards me. Um, to me, <laughs> and she is being motherly towards me, like she's looking after after me saying, don't stress, don't stress. You could do another one. You could do another one. So she's quite funny. Um, I also want to say with this lady that her garden is very important to her, but not with vegetables like we spoke um, with the lady earlier about her dad. Um, this is like, you know, flowers and, you know, rose bushes and just keeping the garden really, really well. OK. And she's saying. They didn't look after my garden. <laughs> my garden is not as beautiful as it used to be. OK. And she's laughing when she says it. OK. So she's not necessarily giving out, but she does talk about her garden. OK. So see, you've got two people that can make sense of this. So I just want to get a couple of more pieces of information and we'll see. Uh, does it make sense uh, to both of you then? OK. Um, I keep seeing a window that needs to be fixed, like there's some draft in a window or something. It's like she's saying, would you ever just go and get it fixed and stop giving out about it? OK, so somebody needs to get some maintenance done on their windows. And I do feel I keep feeling like when she was showing me the garden, I could see like, you know, tall plants or tall flowers and they're like coming up to windowsill. But then she's talking like. Would you look at the window? It needs to be fixed or draft your paint or something. There's something that needs to be fixed on this window. She says, just do it. Okay, do it. I feel like I'm I'm really hung up on the garden. Like she keeps showing me stuff like on the outside of a house. And I want to talk about um, like a fence or a wall at the front of a house as well. Like, I don't know, is somebody making a gate bigger or has something being knocked down but I definitely feel like there's something as well with the front wall of a house okay so maybe somebody's just doing work maybe this is where the whole thing comes in with the window okay she's actually quite funny okay 
And, you know, I feel like she's trying to say everything all at once. Okay. And it's like, I feel like I'm in somebody's kitchen. And I don't know if you can hear me tapping, but like somebody taps like on the counter, on the table, like somebody's consistently tapping in the kitchen. Okay. That's making sense to a few of you. Okay. And I, I also have to say that if this lady connects with you, that you've been looking at an outfit, an outfit for some kind of occasion or something to wear to something. And she says that the square neckline is beautiful on you. Okay. So I'm hoping this isn't a guy. <laughs> okay. I'm joking, obviously, but um, that you've tried on something and there's a square neckline and she says, it's beautiful on you. It suits you down to the ground. Okay. I'm always dodgy about names. I always get really nervous when I'm talking about names. This is more of a nickname though. Is there somebody called, or does, maybe this is the dog's name. Is there a Rolly or a Rolly or something like this? Does this nickname make sense to anybody? Or is it a dog's name? Because I just heard it like really, really clearly in my mind. Okay. Like I needed to say this name. Okay. Hey, Dolly. Not Rolly. Dolly. And I'm laughing because I feel like it's... <laughs> You know the way, okay, maybe it's an Irish thing that we have a tendency to kind of give nicknames to our neighbours and they're not always the best nicknames. And um, I feel like there's something that she would have called somebody and she said, oh, like, here's Dolly again or here's Rolly. I heard it was Rolly, but maybe it's Dolly. And like, you know, like I'm laughing at somebody that's walking past the house, okay? So there's a really good sense of humour here with this lady, okay? And I think that this is probably a very Irish thing, Okay. I also want to talk about um, it's like she's shown me like a brooch or a pin. And I feel like somebody has some piece of jewelry, but it looks to me like well, maybe it's a pendant. But I thought initially it might be a pin. So somebody must wear something that belonged to her or reminds them of her. OK, but I want to say it feels to me like it could be maybe something that pins on rather than, um, you know, something else. Okay, now she makes me feel very sick, okay, as I try and bring her closer to me. But this to me just uh, validates that the passing was very unexpected. Okay, um, you know, when you feel sick, because it's a shock. And even to her, this was a shock. Okay, she wasn't expecting to go. Now, I keep feeling the age of 64 is very relevant. So that's why I said mid 60s earlier. I feel like the age of around 64 is very relevant with this lady. And I also feel like there's a sun for her and I want to give him a clip around the ear hole because he's been he's been annoying everybody recently. And it's like she says, the world has to revolve around him. Now she's laughing. It's a bit tongue in cheek. OK, but she's definitely talking about her son. And I get the impression from her that the way he is, is her fault <laughs> because she um she spoiled him a little bit okay he may have been the blue-eyed boy elizabeth you're telling me this is definitely you everything okay and does the nickname make sense elizabeth yes okay i'm gonna ask you to unmute yourself because i know you're getting animated there because i'm starting to frustrate you you are <laughs> i am am i i'm sorry i don't mean to frustrate anybody um, the thing that I suppose that a lot of people kind of said, no, it doesn't make any sense to me, was the nickname. And I feel like it's somebody that used to walk past the house. Does that make sense to you? My mother has a best friend called Dolly. Ali, okay. Dolly. Dolly. Dolly, yeah. okay. And she only passed away in the last year. 
that's what uh, it ought to be. That's where it and I, I thought she said Raleigh first. Sorry, that was Dolly. my Dolly. Dolly. And okay. I actually have a brooch belonged to her on okay. Okay. scarf that I wear. On the scarf, okay. And um, the age of mid-60s, around 64? Mom was 65. She was 65, okay. The dollies that you're thinking of, did they seem, did they used to pull some kind of a shopping trolley or something? I don't know why I keep getting a vision of a shopping trolley. That makes My mom's friend Dolly did. Okay. All the time. And, okay. And was this the lady that said something about the windows and the front wall? Does this all make sense to me? Jaws in my mom's old house, yes. In yeah. our family. Okay. Yes. I want to ask you about the outfit, the square neck. <laughs> Have you been just just tell us if you've been trying on stuff? You don't need to explain it to us. Yes, I did for something for okay. something for my 50th last month. I know exactly what you're on about. That's absolutely fine. Man wants to hand you a yellow flower. Is there a significance to a yellow rose or something? Obviously, yes. I'm gonna say that, take that as a yes. And have you had a problem with your tooth recently? Have you had a toothache or something? Oh, I have. Yeah. Moment, yeah. She says, you weren't born to dance in a kitchen. She said, you should be getting out and living a little bit more. Okay. But she says, you've got moves. <laughs> I also feel like you've lost some weight. It might be through stress, but she tells me that you've dropped some weight. I'm, I'm going to say yes. I, That's fine. I I yeah. yes. You don't have to explain yourself. You know, absolutely not. Um, as long as it makes sense to you, that's all we want to know. Do you have a prayer book that belonged to your mum? Oh, my gosh. Thank you. You what? I have, it on, I have it under my pillow. You have it under your pillow? Yeah. She says it would, it would be of more use if you read it. <laughs> yeah, it would more, I, I, I actually agree with you. I, I have it. I have it. <laughs> She's laughing. It's okay. You don't need to explain yourself. She's laughing. Okay. I know what she's getting at. I won't say. No, no, it's absolutely fine. You don't have to explain. No, 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 no. I just want to wait and see. I just want to wait and see. No, you're fine. I also want want to acknowledge her visiting you in your dream. Okay. Because she said you, you didn't really kind of take on board that it was her. You thought that you were more dreaming about her. But she said she was trying to send you a very relevant message. And she said, I was, it was me, darling. It was me. Oh, I had the shakes. I remember, I actually remember the dream as only a couple of weeks ago. Oh. Yeah. So it was her yeah. and she wants you to know that it was and she was trying to get that message across to you. Now, I understand that there's one or two people you've had to push away for your own health, okay? And she says, it's about bloody time, <laughs> Okay. She said, don't think that I'd be angry, she said, because you know that I'm backing you up on this 120%. Okay. okay. Don't cry for me anymore, pet. I'm fine. I really am. It breaks my heart to see you crying. And she says, you're my best friend. You really are my best friend. I told you everything. We had no secrets. So don't try and keep secrets from me. Um, You have a daughter of your own, don't you? And she said, now don't you understand what you put me through? <laughs> okay she's joking she's got her tongue in cheek uh, her tongue in cheek yeah say it the right way but yeah. she says now you know you, you have a bit of a taste of what you know uh, i went through yeah 
Um, I want to say to you not to cut your hair as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, Were you going to cut it? Look, that's your decision. <laughs> She's not going to stop you cutting your hair, but I think you know your mom. She likes her hair. Yeah, she loves her hair. She yeah. loves her most beautiful hair. Oh, bless her. You need to fill in a hole. Is there a hole outside your front door? Are you feeling like you're going to twist your ankle or break your ankle? Does that make sense to you? There's a few potholes that I'm coming in the driveway. Like, okay. Well, I mean, literally, if you went out the front door, okay, just a few steps out, the, out past the front door and to the left, like there's a drop or a hole there to the left. So dead yeah. right. Yeah. Aha, uh -huh. you're watching off of that. You're going to break your ankle there. Well, not again. But it's not that she's given out to you about the maintenance. It's that she's no. trying to let you know that she's with you, that she sees these things. Okay. She sees that there's a hole there and she's she's worried about you hurting yourself. Okay. But you also need to take, you need to, I think you need to go back to the doctor that you need to take some medication. And she says, you're always trying to battle. And now she's not telling you there's anything wrong. She's not diagnosing anything, but she's telling me that you're, you're always trying to battle your way through stuff. I don't need anything. I'll be fine. And I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like you need an antibiotic for something. My mother of God, I was actually there. And I she's going to kill me because I was today is, Thursday, I was there. She, I was there on Tuesday, and I was I was going to pick up a prescription for my chest because I have a chest infection. But you haven't picked it up yet. No. And she's telling you, I stop can't. trying to battle your way through what you need an antibiotic. Okay, I've been so you prescription. Go and get your prescription. Oh my god. <laughs> she's still oh. being mammy she's still looking out for you okay she really is oh because she said it you need your antibiotic okay so she, obviously she knows she all she wants you to know is that she's around okay that she's not gone anywhere as i say she hasn't fallen you know into an abyss and you know come to the end life still goes on and you know She's still around you. She's not going to ignore you. She still loves you. She's still your mom. She wants you to be well. Go and get your antibiotic and just keep talking. I do to her. tomorrow. Do. I always do every day with that. Thank you so much for it taking is, that. I swear to God, it meant it meant it meant the world to me. No, you're no so idea. welcome. And thank you so much, um, you know, for joining us tonight. It's just, it really is just about them letting you know that they see what's going on that's you know that's the whole point of mediumship so that we know that life goes on after death I mean how did she know that there was a little pothole just outside her front door okay I'm sure it hasn't been there for the last six years okay but it's there now and she knows it she knows that you know this lady needs an antibiotic and she hasn't been looking after herself she needs you know to stop trying to battle through stuff this is a real motherly thing to do. Okay, I know I do it to my lads. <laughs> okay, so Elizabeth, I can't thank you enough for taking that. <laughs> I have a gentleman coming through here, but I, I am, he doesn't feel like an old gentleman to me. He feels like he's young. Now, young is very relative to where you are in life. I totally get it. <laughs> okay. 
Um, but the one overwhelming thing is that for some reason that I feel like I've got um, a mask, like that maybe he had to have oxygen or something. Okay, I feel like there was an underlying health condition with this young man. And I keep wanting to say 37. So mid to late 30s, okay, I, I feel that this young man would have passed away. And I feel like there was some condition, as I say, to do with the heart or to do with the lungs. But you know, when like maybe he knew all his life that he had this condition and that he always knew that maybe that, you know, this condition was going to be life limiting for him. Um, but that he did pass away, I feel, in his 30s. But I do feel he's in spirit a while. Okay. Did anybody here lose a brother? Um, that would have had, you know, a condition maybe that he was born with. Is that the best way to say it? Um, a life-limiting condition, cystic fibrosis or something that would have caused some kind of fluid on the lungs. Okay, now maybe I'm out with the age. Um, so I don't want you to concentrate too much on the age because obviously I can't tell what age people are, even the ones that are living. Um, let me find out a little bit more about him. Um, I think that if you um, know this young man, I think that also the name Stephen within the family would be relevant, um, that there would be um, somebody else, maybe another brother or a cousin or something that would have this name. Yeah, I, want, I keep seeing like a dog tag that maybe somebody wears um, that might have his name on it. Hey, Trish, um, did you have a brother that passed? No, he was my cousin, my first cousin. Oh, he he was your cousin, okay. Yeah. And he had some kind of life-limiting disease or some condition yeah, that he had. Yeah. yeah. And was he in his 30s when he passed? He was 40, 40 41 when he died. 40, okay. Yeah. And um, what's the name Stephen? I, that's his name, and I named my son after him. Okay, so it had to be relevant. So what I was saying, Stephen is a cousin or something. He was actually the cousin, and he was Stephen. Okay, I get it. Okay, I'm getting a little bit tired now, so bear with me. <laughs> okay. Now, he feels to me, it's like he says, if I could have stood up, I would have been a comedian. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Like he was very, very funny, great sense of humor. And even I think as it was coming towards the end of his life, that he was the one that kept everybody's spirits up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I want to go back and I'm not trying to make it right, but I need to go back to the age of 37 because it's extremely relevant, he tells me. Okay. So I don't know, was it at this point where he realized that he wasn't going to beat this or he wasn't going to survive, but 37 was the point of no return. Yeah. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Can you remember him cooking or baking? I feel like I want to stir. <laughs> Unless he's stirring up trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get what you're saying. But it, I really feel like I want to say it in the context of baking something. Okay. okay. So I don't know. Has there been an occasion where someone's had to bake a cake? I went over. He was he was from Manchester and I went over. He would have been 50 a couple of months ago. And I went over to celebrate his 50th birthday with my uncle. Ah, uh, OK. And did you have cake, birthday cake? Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure he was well able to stir the shit too. Absolutely. <laughs> the old pet. But, you know, as I pull him closer, okay, because my own energy is a bit low at the moment and I, I'm consistently pulling them closer so I can get more and more from them. My chest really hurts, okay? Yeah. And I would imagine that he would consistently have been given out about his chest just hurting. Yeah. Okay? He, yeah, he really suffered. 
they really had a tough time with it. The poor mm. old pet. Um, you said that you named your son after him. So. Yeah, my son is Stephen. My son is twelve, but I I named I gave him his name. You gave him his name. Okay. And I'm I taught to ask you to let him to grow let him grow his hair. <laughs> Has he been looking to grow out his hair? <laughs> I do believe though, did now I'm sure you probably did boys and soccer balls and everything, but I feel like he would have had a picture of your son holding a soccer ball. Yeah. Yeah. He would and have he seen says, a, a man after my own heart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah support the same soccer team or something yeah he just says to me you know in the back of my mind I always knew I was never going to be an old man it didn't yeah. make it any easier no okay but he says I was blessed I was blessed with the people that I had around me all of the time and I tried to enjoy every minute he sure did but he says I have to apologize he said because I did get angry towards the end I really, a big friend. I really thought that, you know, I got to this stage that maybe I'd get a little bit longer. He said, so I did get frustrated. And he said, I'm sorry if that, you know, spoiled it for you. He said, but I really understood that it was my time. Um, I get the cystic fibrosis thing. However, I feel like there was another underlying condition. It's like he tells me that he was never a contender for um, yeah yeah he, he died of pneumonia that's why he died of in the end hence the fluid on the lungs yeah but there was some reason why they couldn't give him a transplant so there was something else like there was some un, something else underlying okay that meant that he couldn't have a transplant so he always kind of you know he's saying i should have known but i just held out hope yeah and you know he says not that long before he died i feel like he went to see somebody singing yeah. Morrissey probably oh Morrissey <laughs> he was a massive Smiths fan he was in was a band yeah oh we wouldn't have got on at all yeah yeah and he just says you know I did get to go and see music he said you know right up to the end I did as much as I could he did and he just said that I'm to tell you he gets emotional he said you're my rock and he said, I was always able to talk to you. He said, no matter how long it was between visits, it was like we were together every day. And he said, when I when I felt precious about myself, you taught me to cop on <laughs> and I could always count on you for honesty. And um, and I feel, do you have a jumper that used to belong to him? Uh, no, I don't. I don't have anything that belongs to him. I feel like somebody wears a sweatshirt, like a uh, not like a knitted jumper, you know, like a sweatshirt type jumper that used to belong to him. Yeah. And he says, it's my way of giving cuddles. Oh, it's probably his little boy. His little boy was nine months old when he died. Oh, God, love him. The poor little pet. Oh, creator. Okay. So he's trying to tell me that he'd see somebody wearing his sweatshirt. And he says, it's his way of giving cuddles. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> he's, he's so random. He also tells me that he... he his heart and his lungs may have been shot to shit, but he said, I had a cast iron stomach. I could eat anything. <laughs> so I said, OK, that sounds random. I, do you want me to say this out loud? And he said, yeah, she'll know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> there you have it. 
did he have a motorbike at some point? No. I keep seeing a motorbike and like I have a longing to, to go for a spin on it. So who would have had the motorbike? Could have been one of his friends. There's just a little disappointment with when he talks about, you know, not having got the ride on the motorbike because he said, I spent so many years protecting myself and I died anyway. You know, I should have just lived a little more. Yeah. I'm supposed to tell you that he's going to be by your side throughout the month of August. I'm, he's showing me the calendar. It's between the 17th and the 20th of August. And for some reason, he's going I, to be with you throughout that. I'm going to a concert in oh, Dublin okay. on the 20th with my husband for his birthday. Oh, fantastic. So it's not necessarily that you need support or something. It's just that he's coming to the concert with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very like him. <laughs> Yeah. God bless him. Okay, pet. So he makes me emotional. And he said, will you tell her that I'm okay? He said, I felt like I watched life from inside a cage and I feel like I'm free now. Okay. And he says, she's always telling me to fly high. And he said, I do. I make the best of everything. He said, it took a while to come to terms with it. I won't lie to you. Okay know did he used to wear a bracelet I feel like there's a bracelet that he used yeah. to wear and I feel like someone has it now but doesn't wear it like you know which yeah. is a complete waste he says oh. you know he used to wear it it should be worn but um I know that it's still there okay and he's going you know um put it on <laughs> put it on wear yeah. it yeah absolutely don't let these things go to waste he says I still love you to bits and if I could get you in a headlock and <laughs> rub your head, he said, I so do it. You know, I'd so do it. <laughs> and embarrass the life out of you. He said, always think of me happy. Okay. Always think of me smiling and annoying the hell out of you. <laughs> so look, he just wanted to say hello. He wanted to acknowledge that you celebrated his birthday, that you had cake in his honour. Oh, thank you so much. He's listening to you. Thanks a million for taking us. Take care, pet. Thank you. If you enjoyed tonight's session, we do this once every month on my Patreon channel. As I say, we're taking a break for July and August, so you won't be able to sign up until September. But if you enjoy this and you wanted to do it more often, it's just five euros per month and um, you get all of the podcasts in video format and we have access to a Discord um chat room and then we do um chat once every month we do this this reading session um but look i can't thank you all enough for supporting me with this tonight i will be using some of the clips for tonight to make the 100th episode of my podcast so um some of these clips will be in there and i hope that i'll see you in a future session um, and for my Patreons, we'll see you back on the last Sunday of September. Have an amazing summer, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Discussing everything about the afternoon.